0: Log Talk Radio.
1: time with Pastor Steph.
2: Ah, uh, yesterday was, let's talk about a Tuesday, Church Folk Day, and we started our, guess what? Oh, ha ha, see, I wanted to see if you were there. My Two Cents started again yesterday. That's our TV and movie review, and we did the movie, the mini series. That is on HBO Max, Love and Death. Ooh, we started that conversation yesterday. And Love and Death is about two church-going couples who enjoy their small-town family life in Texas until somebody picks up an axe. That's the synopsis that they have listed. Now, here's the thing. You've got Candy Montgomery And you've got Allen I don't remember Allen's name But that's not even important Because Candy Baby, baby, baby Candy is something else Well, we talked about Candy Montgomery Who is real forthcoming With her feelings Towards Allen And they are both Married, active marriages, you know, supposedly happy marriages. Yeah, supposedly. And Candy approaches Alan about how she feels, and she's very, very blatant. And they don't show you Alan ever having any thought about, you know, uh, uh, Candy But once she, as Pastor Jeff said yesterday, planted that seed, man, did his imagination take over. And they commence to discussing having an affair and whether it's a good idea, you know, the the feelings that they have about, you know, whether they want to... You know, hurt anybody or not, or should anybody get hurt in this? And they literally, for the first time in my life, in all the movies, because we're movie buffs in this house. In all the movies and TV shows and everything we have ever, 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 ever watched. They commence to planning their affair. Oh, my I mean, never in my life have I seen anything so intricately laid out, discussed. I mean, everything, everything is really put on a piece of paper. They meet to discuss it and to further uh, lay out the plans. They decide to meet at her house. She suggests this. And they talk about all the do's and don'ts. Oh, my. Oh, my. All the do's and don'ts about having this affair and, you know, what are the things they're going to do to stop, you know, anyone from getting hurt or anyone from getting caught up emotionally. And they end up at this hotel where... They sit down and they have lunch. (laughs) And they finally go through with the act. Well, you know, as we do here on It's Due Time with Pastor Steph, you know, Shanti's brother Ainsley, Pastor Jeff, were all on board yesterday, and we discussed all the things that really, you know, went wrong, and all three, Pastor Jeff, Shantice and Brother Ainsley, all gave, you know, their word to our listeners for the day, and I won't share that because that means you're going to have to go back and listen. Now, we're we're, we're going to be doing this segment, My Two Cents, for seven Weeks. This is a seven episode mini series. So, for the next six weeks, we'll be discussing this movie, this mini series. And I have to tell you, you, you want to watch this thing. You want to watch this thing. Now, it's on HBO Max, and, you know, in the first episode, they move it right along to get. To the point. And I have to tell you, this is a true story. Which made this most troubling. Because I will say one thing and that's take the out God gives you. You know, one of the things that was very disturbing in this entire episode was the fact that everything was planned like I said a minute ago, and this was not a plan as to how they were going to get the families together, how they were going to get the children together, how they were going to, you know, plan something in church. No, this was how they were going to get together as two individuals to commit adultery. And in this entire process, God was giving them an opportunity to say, you know what? I didn't thought about this thing. God would not be happy with this. You know what? I I, I can't do this. And neither one of them took the hour. And that was the most troubling thing for Stephanie. And, you know, listen, the Word of God says there is no temptation that is Uncommon to man, but that God would not give a way out. Take it. Did that phone ring? Was that knock on the door loud enough, hard enough? You know, did the kids come and interrupt that conversation? Something! God always gives a way out. And you want to make sure you take it. So instead of planning your sin, wait <laughs> before the Lord to come on out about that thing. All right? All right. Well, there were a whole lot of other things that we talked about that happened in this first episode. Very interesting first episode. You want to go and you want to see it. You know, if you want to participate, we welcome you to come on in and join us next week, Tuesday, God spares Your Life, and, you know, be a part of the conversation because you could actually call in and talk with us, you know. And we welcome you. We welcome you. We want everybody who has any desire to participate, to do self. so. But you've got to watch, the, you know, the next episode. So we've gotten through episode one, The Huntress. Let's see what next week's episode has to offer. Because we're surely going to talk about a God's face. All right? All right. Well, today is Wednesday. Wow, one day! Yes! God has brought us safely through to the middle of the week And yo, the chat last night, even my sister told me about it, the smoke that traveled all the way over from Canada into the United States, people from the Bronx and Brooklyn and Queens and wow, yo, aren't you, you know, this just goes to show you how great God is, that we would have smoke that would travel all the way from, I mean, Canada into the United States, into the United States, and we are still fine. We're still fine. You know, they did give a, an air quality warning that I did see Monday night, which was weird because they didn't say why they were giving this air quality warning, but they gave it, and, you know, asthmatics and, and people with heart problems, you know, they were, you know, wanting them to make sure that, you know, they didn't do anything, you know, strenuous and things like that. So, you know, we're giving God thanks for Him just ushering us in this wow Wednesday. So we got our girlfriend. Vivian, who's about to hit us with the socially conscious segment. I know you can't wait and you want Pastor Steph to stop talking, so let me go and let you get your healthy breakfast. Go and tell somebody that it's due time when Pastor Steph is on. And whatever you do, don't go anywhere because we will be right Five million Americans are living with Alzheimer's disease. And another 16 million husbands, wives, children, and friends are caregivers. But the right foods may help you prevent it. Vegetables, fruits, whole grains, beans, the same foods that fight diabetes and heart disease can also keep your brain strong and memory sharp. Let's eat right to fight Alzheimer's. Visit eattofightalzheimers.org. with Pastor Steph, and it is Wow Wednesday over here. Now, you know, some people call this hump day, but for the last three years, ah, we've been calling it Wow Wednesday, and our girl Vivian named this day, because she will you know, the Steph always says, wow, perfect, 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 we're giving God thanks for just ushering us into this part of the week safely. And we don't have to worry about what we're going to do, how we're going to shake the Wednesday morning blues, because we have, it's due time with Pastor Steph. And listen, every Wednesday morning, Eldon Atisha, on her Facebook page, she goes Facebook Live, and she has her prayer every Wednesday morning. And it's a wonderful way to get your pre-Wild Wednesday prayer, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Always very uplifting, very encouraging. She has a word, and then she gives, um, a, a, just offers a wonderful, um, prayer, and you know, a wonderful way to start your Wednesday morning. Okay, so let's make sure, you know, you you get that. She starts somewhere around six fifteen, six twenty. And, uh, you know, when she gets on, I'll let her tell you a little bit more about it. But, you know, listen, again, you know, when I think about everybody trying to, you know, people going through this, um, dragging through this hump day. And I think about how gracious the Lord has been to us. And we're trying to figure out how we're going to get through the morning or through the day on, you know, the, the middle of the day. No, we got to, we're too busy celebrating. We're too busy celebrating the fact that God gave us the day other than trying to figure out how we're going to get through the day. Well, if you start your day with prayer, whether it's Elder Tisha's prayer, your own prayer, somebody else's prayer, prayer, period. Prayer will help you get through the day. You ain't got to be scratching your head trying to figure out how you're going to get this done because God already has your day planned. Oh, yeah. <laughs> about you i'm just like so excited this morning i was up in the middle of the night god was just downloading some stuff and i'm just real happy this morning but again i know y'all about tired of hearing my voice so let me just give you a break and let's talk to our girl viv
1: good morning vivian good morning happy wow wednesday how are you pastor stuff i'm fine but only if you're as happy as i am girl uh uh-uh. How are you? I need some of that energy, i tell you that. But I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs>
2: I don't know where all this energy is coming from. I can only <laughs> say God gave it to me. Because I don't know, I didn't feel like this, but my mouth just won't stop going. So I'm going to stop <laughs> so you can start. So what you got for us today, Viv?
1: All right, today on Socially Conscious, we're going to get started with some quick news. First off, AMC Theaters wants everyone to know they are bringing back their 3 and 5 dollar movie tickets this summer. You can now watch some movies for as low as $3 at select AMC theaters through August thanks to Summer Movie Camp program. So Summer Movie Camp returns for the first time since 2019. AMC says movie theaters this summer can enjoy recent and classic family films for $3 plus tax on Wednesdays and $5 plus tax on Saturdays. So visit AMC website to find participating theaters near you. Excuse me. I think this is an awesome idea. They haven't done this since 2019, probably due to COVID and things like that. But The kids need something to do. They need to spend quality, quality time with their family and their parents. So now you have something to do that doesn't cost a lot of money for the summer. So look into it and take advantage of it. Next, we have a student loan update. Everyone has been watching and waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting to see if their student loan debt would be forgiven. Unfortunately, if you have not been one of these blessed individuals to have your student loan forgiven yet, time is almost up. Reports say after three long years, the student loan payment pause is officially ending for 4 million borrowers. The pause will now end 60 days after June 30th, giving borrowers nearly three months to prepare they say as you are preparing to pay back these loans, you're going to want to confirm your student loan servicer and the amount owed. You can log into the Federal Student Aid website to check on which servicer holds your loan. They say even if you think you know, just to check, just to make sure as many loan servicers have dropped their contracts and no longer hold your loans. Next, you'll want to speak with your student loan servicer and find out your payment options. And lastly, they want you to know that Biden's student loan relief proposal is still at play. While it may seem like the powers that be will never go for this, but they do say that it's still in in place. The proposal will give borrowers making less than $125,000 a year. $10,000 in student debt relief. Those who had a Pell Grant in school making less than $125,000 would get $20,000 in student loan debt relief. So this is being said with the knowledge that even the president himself really doesn't believe that this is going to be passed, as he was quoted saying, I'm confident we're on the right side of the law. I'm not confident about the outcome of the decision yet, end quote. But only God knows and he really has the final say, so maybe let's just keep it in prayer. But, you know, just in case we don't get that bliss, let's just prepare 60 days after June 30th. They will be opening up those um, payments for your student loans yet again. And now for our wow stories of the week, I just could not. Choose just one. With these next few stories, you will understand why. So the Los Angeles Unified School District Board of Education is set to meet on Tuesday for a closed session to discuss a resolution recognizing Pride Month that encourages all schools to incorporate lessons on the LGBTQ plus community and instruction, the proposal also encourages the district to engage in year-round efforts to provide affirmative support for LGBTQ plus students, families, staff, and the broader community, including the annual Out of Safe Schools campaign every October to promote inclusion, respect and acceptance for LGBTQ plus students, staff, and families. So if you didn't catch that, they want to make Pride Month a more recognizable month, something like, you know, Black History Month and things like that. And they want to start incorporating lessons into schools' curriculums on the LGBTQ plus community in all schools. Now, again, this is just happening in where was it? Los Angeles. But, you know, once that domino is hit, it just trickles down to a lot of other states. So I understand we do want to teach our children to love because as the Bible says, against such there is no law. We don't want our children running around teasing and bullying and harassing people because they are in this community. But Do we really have to teach lessons on this and force the children to learn this in school? Last and evil days, y'all. Last and evil days. Next, we have the asylum seekers in the news yet again. As New York City is looking towards faith-based organizations as a means to house these migrants. So under a new faith-based shelter program, Nearly a 1,000 asylum seekers will receive shelter at houses of worship. It comes as New York City continues to struggle to find housing for migrants. So your boy, Mayor Adams, is quoted saying, No matter what faith you practice, it is in all of our faiths that we are supposed to care for those who are in need. Not only is it on the Statue of Liberty, but it is on our text that we look and read and study from, end quote. The mayor announced the two-year partnership between the city and the New York Disaster Interfaith Services on Monday. Under the plan, up to 50 houses of worship or faith-based spaces will each offer overnight shelter to 19 single adult men. They are saying during the day when these houses of worship are in operation, the city is also opening five daytime centers to support asylum seekers. So, you know, maybe this fixes the issue of these people coming in that don't know Jesus. But wait, (laughs) it gets better it gets better. The mayor added, he is also now considering paying New York residents to house asylum seekers in their own home. Adam says, these are residents who are suffering right now because of economic challenges. They have spare rooms, they have locales, and if we can find a way to get over the 30-day rule and other rules that the government has in place, we can take that $4.2 billion, $4.3 billion maybe even right now, that we potentially have to spend, and we can put it back in the pockets of everyday New Yorkers, end quote. <laughs> and I can leave you all with that. But I thought maybe to end things on a lighter note and end with this story of a Rhode Island man who is facing charges for breaking into people's homes to steal sex toys. Reports (laughs) say Benjamin Nordwoski, 32, admitted to breaking into homes to steal sex toys. He reportedly claimed he wanted to give them as a birthday gift. So to make a long story short, Police got a call from a nearby neighborhood saying that there was a man trying to break into a home. When he was confronted by the homeowners, he apologized, said he was at the wrong house. He was trying to buy weed, but um, he was at the wrong house. He ran to his car, driving away. Police caught up with him, rummaging through dumpsters at another house nearby and arrested him. When they began to speak to him and ask him questions about previous break-ins in the neighborhood, Throughout prior weeks, he admitted to the break-in, telling them that he uh, was stealing sex toys, that he had stole sex toys from at least three other homes, claiming he did not steal anything of value, only female sex toys, which he was planning to give to a female friend as a birthday gift. So he is being charged with felony charges. Bail has been set at $2,500 with surety. For the breaking and entering charges and another bell set for $5,000 for personal recognizance for the attempted breaking and entering charges with condition and they want him to go and get mental health screenings. Um, I thought that this was pretty funny. Not funny, funny, haha, but, you know, coincidental funny, as Pastor Steph just got through talking about the teacher who told their students about buying sex toys at local pharmacies. And here we have this story of a man who was going around stealing sex toys. So I just wanted to leave you all with something a little light, as I know the, the asylum seeker story is a big one, but this has been Vivian with Socially Conscious giving you the news that we are following and remember if you have any wow stories you would like to submit please feel free to direct message me on Facebook my username there is vivian bm and come back every Wednesday to find out if your story has been chosen thank you as always to our loyal listeners and thank you pastor Stapp.
2: thank you vivian i think i caught everything except for The AMC theaters are going to offer this two days a week, right?
1: Yes. Wednesdays will be $3. Saturdays will be $5 movie tickets.
2: All day? Did they say all day?
1: Uh, They did not say all day. I would assume it was all day. They didn't give any time um, limitations. They just said on Wednesdays and Saturdays.
2: Okay, okay, okay. Wow. Thanks so much, Viv. Please hang around. Just in case, we got some questions. Will do. Thanks a bunch. Thanks a bunch. If we don't speak to you, have a blessed day. All righty. We got some information Vivian handed down to us today. Let's say good morning to our Elder Tisha and get this conversation started. Good morning, Eldenite Tisha. Good morning, good morning, good morning to all of our listeners and to all my fellow sisters. All right, all right. You know, I did um, mention the prayer this morning and said that I would give you an opportunity to tell our listeners again about your Wednesday morning prayer to get this Jump on Wow Wednesday.
1: Thank you so much for sharing that. Yes, the Lord put that in my spirit
2: uh coming out of the pandemic um you know that we needed to
1: just really
2: infuse prayer into the social media atmosphere where it's so junky and it's so convoluted with negativity and things of that nature, and so. Yeah, it's something that I've been doing now for, like, the past uh, two years. Um, I go on at about 615, um, and I'm always asking the Lord,
1: you know, like, what would you have me to kind of pray out into the airwaves? And the Lord usually gives me um, a, a word or uh, situation, um, something that re- relates to just what we deal with in humanity. You know, we go to church on Sundays in
2: order to hear how we can be strengthened. But there is also, like, discipleship. And so a lot of my prayers are based around that discipleship. It's dealing with man- mental anguish, frustration, stress. It's the things that we deal with, discouragement, fear, that usually stop us and block us from really – um. Latching on to God the way that we desire to, but life can be hard sometimes, and it hinders our ability to just latch on and hold on to our faith. So, I start at six fifteen, and uh, I, I usually try to to stay within like a like a twenty thirty minute prayer. Um, but yeah, every Wednesday I am on. You can find it at Nitesha Moore on Facebook. You can follow me there and then you'll get the notification if you put the notification on for Wednesday mornings when I go live at six fifteen. All righty, righty. Amen. Amen and amen. It is really um a blessing to be able to start your morning um on Wednesdays. And like I said, you know, it's the same day as we have our Wow Wednesday. And, you know, a lot of people, we know that this day has always been called the hump day because people, you mm-hmm. know, they're trying to make it from the beginning into the second half of the week. And, you know, I'm yeah. like, for the past three years, we've been blessed because if you did experience this hump, slump day, you have no reason to. Because, wow, Wednesday, man, if you get up out of these two hours and you're still in a slump, you need more than prayer. Because <laughs> we definitely, we definitely give you something to talk about, think about, and go to the Lord about. So, you know, a wonderful way to your morning started before you, you know, sign on to his due time with Pastor Steph. And, again, that's Facebook. Nitesha Moore alrighty ah, Vivian gave us some stuff to talk about girl now Uh. we have the AMC theaters bringing back the $3 and $5 movie days from um, uh, throughout August and the best part about it is I don't know about y'all but I love them $3 and $5 days what's day you Elder Nitisha? You know, I love this idea. I think it's a wonderful way for the family to reconnect with all the stories that we tackle um, when we, you know, hear about the breakdown of the family. I think this is an outstanding uh, way for the families to reconnect. And, listen, three and five hours is fabulous because it levels the playing field for those kids whose parents don't have as much as others and, you know, maybe traveling and doing different things you can make it a point that you and your children are able to go to the movies and see all kind of fun so that when the kids go back to school, they have something to talk about too, you know? Absolutely, absolutely. Thank you so much for joining us again this morning. Let's say good morning to our Lady Tamika. Good morning, Lady Tamika. Good morning and happy Wednesday to you. How are you? I am well. Thank you. How are you over there? I am doing wonderful. Ready to wow it out today. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. Well, are you a movie buff? No. I can answer that. But will you go to the movies now that it's three or five dollars? <laughs> Uh, I might check out one or two on a Saturday or maybe a
1: Wednesday. You just never know.
2: I might just ease on out there. <laughs> all righty. Well, hopefully it's Saturday night so that we can get our church on on Sabbath morning and afternoon. That's why I was asking Vivian, was it all day? Because, you know, Saturday night is their hot night you know, for movies, and a lot of times they'll, their movie price is higher on Saturday nights because they know everybody's going to go out on a Saturday night, so I was like, well, after we go to church, we we used to always make it a habit to go to the movies together, so I would love this, and maybe I'll see you there. Hmm... Will find out. I'll be looking through the line to see if I find Tamika so when we start talking about a movie on his due time with Pastor Steph, she could join the conversation. Ha <laughs> ha. Well you know, as long as they got Christian programming then Bob you know. Yeah, I'll be there for <laughs> <one day. laughs> Oh my goodness gracious. Well listen you know, they don't play as often. You buy yourself a, a a subscription to Pure Flix and you can get your your Christian on. But uh not too often are they, you know, putting these things in the in the hot movie box. So I'm still looking through you know, looking for you on the popcorn line. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. Uh Elder Michelle is still not quite feeling too well. we'll keep her lifted in prayer as well, as Pastor Charlotte today, so we don't have them on, but we will definitely keep them before the Lord. But we always got Shanties. <laughs> good morning, Shanties. Good morning. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. How are you? <laughs> That's good. I'm well, thank you. I'm well. Three and five dollars. How's that sound for you at the movie house? I'm about to just go buy some popcorn and watch whatever they (laughs) playing. Oh, my goodness gracious. Really good, really good opportunity, again, for us to spend some family time. We went to the movies last week, Tuesday. And I got to tell y'all, see, I don't know about y'all. I only go to the movies for the popcorn. So for me to get in for three or five dollars, that's good because popcorn and, and and a um raspberry iced tea cost me thirty dollars. So I need to get in the movies for free because you won't get my money at the concession stand. So I too am you know I am really happy that. You know, you, they do, they have, you know, they are going to rather reduce the price 3 to $5 because especially those with, you know, larger families, they can all go and it won't, you know, cost them a lot. Now, let me tell you all something, a little secret before we move on. If you buy the special, they have the large popcorn. It comes with a refill. So if you've taken your family, get the tray, throw some napkins over it, pour the popcorn into the tray for your family, and go back and get the refill. Shh, don't tell nobody Pastor Steph told you that. So see, with the three out of five dollars, you get hooked up with the, oh yeah, they gave us an upgrade last week. The guy gave us a, an upgrade. So you, they have the one big popcorn and the one soda for, like, I think it was, like, $20. Oh, my gosh, $20. And then we wanted another drink for Shanti. They do have a big popcorn with two drinks, but that's a whole lot more money than $20. So they, all you have to do is ask for an upgrade. And I don't know if this is going on at AMC because I think we had Showcase. But, listen, ask. That's always my motto. Ask, ask, and ask again. My thing is bundle it all. By the time you pay 3 to $5, get your little popcorn and all your, your drink on, you can have a wonderful, you know, family um, experience. And it has to be at night pretty much because people are working and things like that. But enjoy, enjoy, and enjoy. You know, I I like to joke around, but listen, it's hard out here. And if this is going to allow us to spend time with our family, you know, then do so. Do so and do so. All righty? All righty. Nice way to start off. All right, for those with this student loan issue, Vivian's been talking about this ever since we've been on since 2020. And, uh, you know, now they're about to begin this repayment process. She says 30 days, I'm sorry, 60 days after June 30th. If you, um, your income is less than 125000 they are going to give you, hopefully, excuse me, $20,000 of debt relief, you know, on that loan. You know, what do you think about this, uh, uh, Eld- uh, Elder Naitisha, I'm sorry, Lady Tamika, they're about to start this process all over again and you're gonna to have to start paying the student loan back? I I think it's it's a difficult um for those who it affects, you know, it's difficult because you've earmarked your money for one thing and now, you know, under the the guise that, you know, I was going to be able to, um, you know, forego, you know, and now, you know, I have to um continue paying the loan. You know, I, as as a person who, thank God, you know, um, was able to pay my loan completely off, you, you know, it takes you a minimum. We are and, and, and for most people, it's more than 10 years, you know, a minimum to pay off the loan. And, you know, you're under the impression, okay, I, I got that leeway, you know, now that you don't have the leeway now, you know, we already have a multitude of families that are having difficulty. You know, just in everyday living. And now you have to pay that back. You know, I, I had said before, even when they gave us the the, the lenient, you know, the leniency to not pay that you should have found a way to pay something, you know. Even, you know, and and that stretches across the board. You know, you got people who, you know, decided that they would earmark their their rent money, you know, for something else. It's it, it's a difficult thing, but we, we we always have to find a way to get it done. All righty, all righty, all right. Makes sense. Definitely makes sense. Shanties, you know. It, listen, it's been three years, pretty much, and. Now they have to start paying it back, and only those who make less than 125000 will possibly get some assistance. Is this a good thing, bad thing, teeters on both?
1: Well, them trying to make concessions for those
2: who don't have a high income is definitely a considerable thing, and I agree with Lady Tonika that, you know, if you talk about three years, we put a dollar a year away. I don't know what to tell you because, you know, we can sit all day and say, oh, you know, they have the money, we shouldn't have to pay anything back, and I agree with that as well. At the same time, considering that we don't have the ability to make that choice, that because they have proven that they have the money to cover all of this, even if it's not all in one shot, Um, But you still have to, you know, understand that you have to, you know, pay your obligation. You know, you took the loans out and now it's time to pay it back. You had all this time to put something away. So, you know, them making concessions for those who make less than a certain amount should definitely help. All right, all right, all right. Eldon Atisha.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think it. You know what? I'm thankful for the fact
2: that I had student loans um, from my daughter, my oldest daughter, um, attending school. The loans we took out for her, and so one of the things that that I did was I continued paying for these past three years, and I was able to pay it off because they didn't add that that um, that interest rate to it, and that made it easier for you to wow. pay off the principal. So that's why we have to kinda of listen in at what's going on because when what they first started out saying was we're not gonna charge interest. Anything paid will go directly to the principal. So this oh. was an amazing oh. opportunity. Yes, so it is. you know it is. this 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 what you know is the is the education that I'm hoping that our people were able to kind of listen to and then hop on that because it's rare. Usually when you're paying back your student loans prior to 2020, you know, a larger portion of it went toward the interest and only a small portion went toward the principal. But in these three years, everything that was paid went to the principal. And so now when they're going to start requiring the payments, they're going to also tack that interest back on wow 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 you know uh, th- listen I this is my first time even hearing the part but I don't have a loan so I wouldn't go in and do any digging but that you know for those of us who pay credit cards and now over the past few years, they've been doing a lot more offering of for the first 18 months, 12 months, 24 <laughs> months, it's interest free. You learn how beautiful that is because like Elder you said, the principle of the credit card, you know, what you've charged is the only thing you're repaying for that amount of time. You know, you have that interest free credit card period, um, repayment period. So I can only imagine if you had anything else? Anything else that does not have, you know, the the interest tapped on, you know, uh, every month. Because sometimes when you look, the interest is as much is, is almost as much as what you're paying for the for, yeah. the, um, for, for what you've charged. So that was definitely a, a beautiful um, a lot Here was my thought. My thought overall was. They gave you three years where you didn't have to pay anything. And although, you know, listening, you know, you hear from Viv, you hear, you know, off and on, or you read off and on over these past, you know, few years where it was yeah, then no, then hope so, almost, you know, there was a lot of fluctuating and a lot of hope at one point and then kind of fell flat at another point. Here's my theory. God is good all the time. You have three years where what you could have been doing if you decided not to, because I agree, you know, put something on it. Even if you would have to, you know, end up at one point not having to pay as much, you would still have brought it down some. And even if you didn't know about the interest-free, you surely would have learned about it. You would have heard about it by accident. So, you know, just take $5 and put it on, put you know, put toward the loan. However, if you did it because you were that tapped out and you were paying some other things, then pay those other things that you were not getting that grace period. Pay that off. So if this became a loan again or a debt, obligation again and they didn't wipe it out or whatever have you then you would have had an extra five dollars to put toward it you know sometimes i think we we ask for a little too much and you know don't don't misunderstand me you know we've been on here a long time talking about how they can pour a whole bunch of money into a whole lot of things, and we have our kids coming out of school for 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 for, for, for over a century with all this money, all this debt. They leave school, and people have been paying debt twenty, thirty years towards student loans. So please do not misunderstand me and think that I don't feel that you know at one point even they should kind of wipe away your debt or some other kind of program. However, what I am saying is. God has allowed you three years to not have to pay anything. So you should have been focusing on getting rid of the other debt that you really had no choice and no reprieve. And then when they decided 60 months after June 30th, then you got a couple of dollars or put it away. Like Shanti said, put away at $5 every month. And then that way now you have something to put. You know, out there So, you know, God gave you three years on it And, you know, we we, we just got to say thank you We just got to say thank you And, you know, just keep it up You know, I have never had loans But I've had loans for both my girls Like Elder Nitesha and um, and, and um, Lady Tamika And, you know, p- repayment ain't no joke You got to take care of your business And, um, you know So, you know, if we start looking at things a little bit differently, then, you know, so if you didn't learn from this, then learn going forward. You know, when you get those little spots of reprieve, you know, don't party, don't buy the extra barbecue sauce, (laughs) put the five dollars on the side, and then you'll have it for when they say, Uh, it's due. So, you know, thank God for the three years. That's what I say. All righty. We're going to hold on to that other one right there, Um, the next story. And we're going to go to the Asylum Seekers story where I've been getting little bits and pieces of this, and my uh, intent was to do this on Thursday. So thanks, Viv. You kind of jumped up and gave it to us today. So we have this New location that they're putting, and I knew, well, didn't we talk about this, ladies? Didn't we say yep. the next thing is for being in the, in the church? We talked about this. Yep. Well, here we are. You know they're giving uh, two years for fifty houses of worship to you know house um, these single adult men. And uh, what's your thought, Shanties? I think they're getting slower and slower with these decisions. And as soon as Vivian said it, I was like, I forgot who said it on here, but someone did say, what's next, the churches? Yep. (laughs) They're they're in the churches, again, just like with, you know, the school. And then at the same time, it's not really a surprise, because churches are not looked at the way churches used to be looked at, the way they're supposed to be looked at. There's nothing really sacred about the churches as a whole anymore, regardless of the faith that's being practiced. So it's kind of like, it's like, oh, it's just another building with space, so it should be nothing. But I don't see how this will aid in anyone learning about Jesus when they're there, when anybody else getting the lights off. So it's, they're just there in an empty space, I guess, sleeping on the chairs, the church chairs with the pew, um, I guess, whoever's in charge of the fellowship wants released and food there from, I don't know how this is supposed to work, but th- this is just ridiculous. It-, it just keeps going from one wacky idea to the next. And now it will be the same concerns as with the school. So when it's time for the churches to be open for service, now you can't have one person going to open the church because now that person's going to be the bodyguard in case somebody is still there and to let the people out before the congregants come in and all. It's just too much. All right. That's Shantisha's word. What's your word, Elder Nightisha? I think this shows the neglect. I think they're showing their hand. Because how is it that you can be so ingenious now with the addition of individuals coming into our country but we've for decades had our own issue. You mean to tell me that you can be creative now? All of a sudden, we can be creative. All of a sudden, we can find ways to assist the others. I think it shows the neglect of the American people for the past decade, because even the idea of, you know, sanctioning and saying, listen, we have to take care of our own, and then you want to try to manipulate us by using scripture. I just, you know, <laughs> <laughs> Who, who you, you don't consistently practice the faith, right? We can right. see you in any mm-hmm. other space, but then all of a sudden, when you want to try to move us to action, you want to try to use the word. That's manipulation. Don't manipulate her. Yep. No, thank yep. you. Yep. <laughs> yep. 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 I put the same thing. Oh my goodness, Lady Tamika. Oh, it's getting hot in here. Hot in here. Ah. Oh. I'm tired. I'm so so, so very tired. Yeah, you know, like if 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 you have been paying attention, I'm tired for one and I'ma stop talking for two because I was the one who verbalized <laughs> that it was heading towards the church house. Okay. And so, you know I, I feel I feel like maybe I should just stop talking because Obviously, you know, our show is out there. People are listening, and it was, oh, she's at church. That was, what a great idea. You know, um, no, not, <laughs> not at all. Not at all. So not at all. Uh, you know, because I had mentioned, you know, a lot of churches, you know, edifices of worship, whichever one you want, them, synagogue, you know, whatever. You don't, you're not there every day. And so, you know, there is a time for you to have the facility open for those who, you know, may need it, you know. But then, you know, on your day of worship, now, I mean, it's bad enough on on whatever day it is that you have worship. You got to pick up guns from underneath the seats. You got to pick up papers, little pieces of paper, programs, uh, uh, fans, you know, where people leave things. Now you got people living there. So, not just am I picking up papers and, you know, I'm picking up soda cans from where you left it there or sandwiches or leftover food because this is not your home. So you may not necessarily be as, you know, as uh, nice about cleaning up. Also, you know, everybody has hygiene habits. So now there's possibly, you know, a smell from a person who doesn't clean as much. You also don't have access to a shower you know, so Absolutely. nine
1: times out of ten, because
2: you don't have access to the shower, now again, you know, okay, fine, you're sleeping there. So, of course, when you sleep, you, you have body functions that transpire. There's all kinds of stuff. And you've not, it's not just one person. You've got people living in this, in, in this environment who don't know God, who have not been attached to God. So you never know what type of attachments they have. You know, now you get into the building and you got a funny feeling and you don't understand why. These are things that you have to understand that when you say yes, you're not just saying yes to this individual. You're saying yes to everything that these individuals are attached to, not just one but many. Same thing with your dwelling place. Your dwelling place is your environment, your covering, your safekeeping. And when you say, I'm going to bring this individual in, you don't have any depths of time. There's not the proper research that needs to be done for these people that are coming in. You know, and I'm not saying that everybody is a criminal. I'm not saying that everybody is bound. However, understand that when you open up and you say yes, you are saying yes to a million other things that you may not be prepared for. Mm. It's getting hot in hell. So that was my thought with the church quote. I was like, oh no, he didn't. You gonna bust out uh, and you couldn't even you know and, and, and then you probably didn't even know the church line, church verse. So you, you grab whatever little piece that's you could remember. 153.
1: Probably
2: one fifty three five. <laughs> like no she didn't just say that you know I agree manipulation 101 yo you really went down the tubes for me really with these two here now here's my take as far as the church itself the church has held you know, um, house. I'm sorry, you know, for like if somebody comes through or maybe somebody um, has a, 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 a family member got burned out or whatever. We do know that churches have, you know, taken in people um, on an emergency basis. We just heard not that long ago, a few months ago, about a family who lost their home who had to live in the church for a couple of years. And my heart, bled because I'm like, well, then where do you shower? You know, it's one thing to shower. It's another thing to wash up out of sink, And so we do know that, you know, on an emergency basis, the church does operate like that at times. However... However, I'm sorry, this ain't the time to be doing all of this. It's just too much at stake. It's too risky. Again, you know, just like we always talk about and and, and Lady Tamika brought up, there's no time to vet these people. You know, when you do stuff like that, when churches have done stuff like that, they don't just open up their doors most times and just say, well, come on in. It's somebody that, you know, you are familiar with, or somebody in the congregation, you know, they're familiar with, and this is an emergency basis. But, you know, you're talking about, you know, two years. You're supposed to commit to two years. And, you know, what are you offering you know, for these people, what do you oh, you ain't never thought about no church for for the, the church for nothing else. So now all of a sudden, now the church can become, you know, uh, 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 an area that you consider for your own gain. So I'll stop there because the next round is the other part where they say, okay, now. You will operate a bed and breakfast in your home. It's okay when they have already banned Airbnbs, especially here in New York City. But now mm-hmm. you can hide, house the asylum seekers, Elden Itisha. What say you for that one in your house now? Yeah, I, yeah, I, 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 think I, I, that, I think that. Okay. So much, so much creativity is being put, and so, so, so much money is being put into, into how we house all of these individuals. So and I I just I, I, I don't just see that, that as a functional um, um, result. Like, I don't see that like, as such. Like, I, I, we, find we find so much abuse, so much abuse, abuse, abuse in abuse abuse when we're trying to talk the parents children. Wait, wait, now, wait, 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 wait. You're breaking up really badly, so we're not hearing you. Well, and I we don't want to miss anything you're saying. Okay, can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Does sound a little better? A little better, yes. So, I was saying that um we don't even find it really working with our foster care system. Right? right? When we are sending children into homes um, um that we are unaware of what their mindsets are, they're meant to Um, Faculties are what other kind of proclivities they have. These have been some very dangerous situations that we put children in. And so, when you start asking people, right, for an incentive, when you offer an incentive and say, "Hey, we go pay," then you're talking about. All of uh, the crazies coming out in order to get that money, and and yep. if I have yep. the then I am definitely I'm gonna take the money and take the people. <laughs> so yeah. I, I think that again, yeah. this, this is dangerous. And I think and and I think uh, Tamika said it best when she said, when you are saying yes to something and when you're opening up something, you don't know how many other
0: uh, yes, yep.
2: as you. Know, as a result of that. So I think that that's that's dangerous.
0: Oh, child.
2: (laughs) Lady Tamiki, you you touched on it, and I don't know if you have more that you want to share about this particular uh, uh, area of individual residents. I am so very very concerned. You know, I I, I want to go back and then I'll go forward. Um, one of the things that I I, met, I failed to mention is every time there is something that is going on major, it's like you don't think about the church. Until there's an issue, you know, when, when, when COVID first started, you know, they, they wanted a lot of the the pastors, the, the rabbis, the such and such to get on the internet and verbalize how they felt, whether it was to or from, you know, and now, you know, now it's, oh, the churches need to be opened up, but there are plenty of times when we're the last ones. On, on the chart. You don't think about us and say, Oh, there's a family. Let me go to the church. Oh, let me go to the synagogue. Let me go to the second second You know, um and I think that, that that has got to stop. You know, that annoys me, you know, because we have always been and we continue to be, but we're only acknowledged when it's necessary, when it um uh when it precedes your agenda. You know, and so um going back to now with the homes, you know, again our environment, you know, this is this is, this is is our safe haven, you know, our streets, our avenues, you know, and we are bringing in people who don't know the culture, who don't know the past, you know, and I'm not saying that they can't learn it. However, you're now in my dwelling place, you know, and again, I'm opening up my environment, my food, my household, my children. What happens? Okay, fine. You haven't screened these people. They get here. What happens when? Something happens to my child. You, your, you know, I bring somebody in, and they do something to my child, or they do something to my spouse, or you know, then what happens? You know, what are the what are the 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 um, the ground rules? You know, when I bring them in, then what happens? And then if I have to call uh, an authority, we are looking at you know what happens. There's no there's no thought, there's no thought, forethought. We're just trying to get people into your home. And then when they get in my home and I have a problem, who do I go to? Who? What? What are the ground rules? Well, who do I tell that I'm having a problem? You know, do you, are you going to wait until somebody dies due to the fact that I brought somebody in? This is something that we really, really need to think about. When you say you know, you know, that you're going to bring somebody in without any type of regard as to what their past is, what their mental state is, what they're apt to do, you know, what they have done in their past, you can put yourself in jeopardy and you have no idea what you're going to get into until it already happens. <laughs> you better believe that one. <laughs> what happens next? Shantis. Mm-mm-mm. Now, I thought we were getting in trouble for renting out our basement. Mm-hmm. 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 I,
0: that's
2: what I, I I know I'm still just a young whippersnapper. But I thought that people were getting in trouble for that. So now, this is just like you pay me to get vaccinated. It's, it's just like, when I, is everybody going to
1: open their eyes? It's like... And and as soon as soon as Vivian was saying it, I said, "I'm
2: waiting to see the first line full of black people <laughs> that's lined up to get this money to get these people in there." Because the same way I was walking up and down that paid vaccine line, speaking my mind, is the same way I'm gonna walk up and down this, I wanna buy a a a, a resident line. Or whatever, whatever term. I'm going to come up with something good. Well, I'm putting it on the spot.
1: I'm saying, it is just like, come on already. Like, come on. This is so dumb. Like, what are we doing? So here it is. Yet another leg of manipulation. You ain't paying. You're not
2: opening your home. I know you got an extra room. You're not opening. You're not saying follow my needs. I have extra space. I've taken in such and such a person or such and such a family. Hey, you do the same. Because I'm leading by example. I mean, I still would do it. But you're not doing that. So now how much are you paying these
0: people?
2: How much are you paying these people to kill somebody? Because that's what's going to end up happening. You're to give somebody money to kill somebody. Because they're going to get these people up in their home, And some are going to go wrong quick. And
1: somebody going to die. So
2: now they're not gonna be
1: able to use that money
2: to hire a lawyer because they they're going to spend the money before they kill the person so now what? so so whoever's practicing the the the, the, oh the, legal, the 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 legal aid the legal aid they're gonna have a whole lot of cases soon 'cause they they ain't gonna be they ain't gonna be able to afford to afford no lawyer they're gonna spend the money before they kill a person but i I' don't, how is this no one is thinking past let's just put them somewhere. So yet again, you know, you're showing that you got all this amazing. money. This, this is crazy. <laughs> You know, when I, so I think it was, it was Auntie Pam who sent it to me. I, I looked at the screen. I said, you have got to be kidding me. Because the first thing that I said to myself was, They'll buy you in, they'll buy you into anything or sell anything to you, and they don't care anything oh. about the danger zone. And that was where my head went. My head went to a logical person. Let, 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 let's think here. A logical person would say, "You know what? I'm a single person, or we're a single couple. Do we want to take the chance?" The illogical person says, we got a house for the kids, we want the money, so therefore, let's, let's take this chance. Because we're going to be here around the clock, because we're going to be taking turns sleeping, because we're going to put alarm on the kids' doors. They, 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 those are the illogical ones. Those are the ones who are greedy for this opportunity. We will not take the time to think that, you know what, we don't know these people. See, you think that you're packing a gun underneath the bed, so therefore, you know, I dare somebody to step out of line. I wish somebody would, such and such a thing. You know, I'm being funny, but I'm being serious because I. Th- that's the first thing that came to my mind. My thing was, oh, no, they're doing this for the money. And they're not going to consider the fact that you have children in a home an elderly person in a home a disabled person in the home you're not going to think about the fact that once you get the person there you can't mend it how many times they go in the refrigerator can they put a pot on the stove can they this side of the refrigerator is yours this side of the refrigerator is ours you know don't don't drink um, the, the juice the Got my name on the juice um, you know this for the kid or you know listen we had only had enough money for, for 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 this amount of things and now you drank the last of the milk and the kids ain't got no breakfast. See, anybody think about all of this stuff. Because, see, this is the stuff that happens in your own home with your own family. Mm. And now you've got a bunch of strangers. I don't care where they're from. you got a bunch of strangers that you are putting dollar signs in front of people. And now, now you got Pandemonium Because that's the way the jailhouse is going to look You're going to need the mm-hmm. churches a More than you think Because a whole lot of prayer Going to be needed Because you're going to need somebody To calm these people down This is, this is going to go horribly wrong Fast I think Shanti said it Fast mm-hmm. Horribly wrong Fast because people are only thinking about the dollar, and I agree with elder Artitiicia, where were all these thoughts when we had our mm-hmm. own homeless situation and and there were people who you could have. Taken through the process, you, there, it wasn't such an emergent situation that you could say, "Okay, you know what? We have this person here, or we have this 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 mother and child. You know what? Okay, so we'll put you in a shelter system while we find you a foster home. Ooh, how about we do that? And now here's the process: We'll find families that are willing to take you all on. We'll pay them like we do the children, and here we have have, you know, uh, where we can aid people who maybe are paying a mortgage, who who their money might be a little tight, and they don't mind because they do have a separate area of the house or another room or something like this, Uh, or a church family, or, you know, a God family who could do anything. You didn't hear none of this I'm agreement 100%. You didn't hear none of this stuff when we were here suffering alone. Now this emergent situation, you're throwing people into these people's homes, and, man, all you have to do is offer somebody $5, and they will take you. And that is the scary part because this is is, – we don't have a – it's due time with Pastor Steph ain't never gonna stop because we 'Cause we're gonna be filled with a bunch of news as to what the world is like now. <laughs> Especially the United States. But we ain't gonna have to talk about anybody outside of New York City. This is bad. This is bad. So I you know I, I I'm 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 done. I'm done listening to them. I'm done. They are disgusting. They will do anything. They don't care about us. They don't care about the asylum seekers. They don't care about nobody. I'm so sorry for not mayor politician out here. I don't. I don't so feel sorry for nobody because there's always a better way to do this stuff. My thing is, I'm still looking at all this real estate in New York City. Come on, y'all. Y'all could do better than this. Y'all could do much better than this. All righty. Let's talk about this Los Angeles border and who are about to lose their mind because not only they, they including the staff, the students, the community, in their LGBTQ um, uh, uh, pride month, they want to now officially, are they serious today? They want to officially. Officially put this into the schools where this is a lesson plan. So no longer will these people have to sneak in their um, their 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 lesson plans to include stuff that have not been approved because they'll have a party all month long, doing whatever it is they want to do, talk about whatever it is they want to talk about. Now you have left the cap off the the pot. Now it's a free-for-all. Lady
0: Tamika. Oh, my goodness. I just...
2: I am... I am trying my best to learn about this because I'm. I'm I'll be honest. I'm confused. You know, like ways keep being made for people who make a choice to do things. Like I, I literally, I was watching something on the news yesterday about. Um, uh, it, was, it, it had to do with the competition with women and people who label themselves transgender. In that, and they use the term cisgender, and I was like, "What's that?" Like I had never heard of the word before, you know, prior to this time, you know. And cisgender is simply, basically, the 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 physical part of your body. If you identify um, emotionally, mentally. Spiritually with the physical part part of your body. So if you were born a female and you recognize yourself as a female, you are labeled a cisgender. Same thing with a male. Mm. If you're born with some, with male anatomy and you you mentally identify yourself as a male, you are called a cisgender. So mm. I, I, I'm 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 completely like thrown off, and I feel like you know it's opening the door to just. Anything and everything and however it is that you want to live, however it is you want to function, if you want to call yourself a number, you know, you want to identify yourself as a number, you can, you know, and I just it, – it, it just makes things – so much more complicated, and it's starting in the schools. That's where our babies are, you know, learning about life and appreciating life and blossoming, and and you know, you are just putting all types of stuff. You know, it's kind of like you make a cake. You know, there 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 are rules and guidelines on how to make a cake. If I just decide I'm gonna put mustard in there, you know, yeah, okay, you know, if I just decide I'm gonna put pickles in there, you know, it, I just I'm trying, but I have to be honest, I'm not getting it, and. You know, if I'm not getting it as an adult, what are we doing to our children? What is their livelihood going to be like? I'm I'm quite concerned. And again, we really, really, really need to thoroughly look at this and continue to pray and do what's necessary for our children. Hmm. Chantees.
1: Hmm. It's disgusting,
2: but I'm not surprised. And if these parents. I'd be sitting up in the classroom like I was a student. I'd be walking the hallways, staying up all <laughs> the time. I'd be outside of school. We have gym class. We have lunch. We have this. We have after school. We have outside. They, this, they have just stripped the parents of everything. And if these parents don't start getting respectfully obnoxious, then there's no need for anybody to say anything. Because they, someone sent me a video the other day about a, a woman who has been delivered from homosexuality. And she said how one of her friends invited her to church when she got older. She always identified herself as you know, a male. So she always felt like a boy. And she was taking testosterone. Someone invited her to church. And she started to learn about God, never was introduced to God before she was invited to church. And she learned how the, the devil stole her identity from little. And she remembered saying from little, I'm a boy, I'm a boy. So she understood and learned that from little, and that's exactly what he is doing. He is stealing their identity from now, that when they get older, that's in their minds. I remember when I was one or two, I was gay. You don't remember half the stuff when you were one or two. You remember you were gay. Okay. But he started from little. This is why he has infiltrated these schools. And everyone makes it so easy when they stay silent. They ready to fight the teachers for this and that and the third, but yet here they are stripping you of anything they're introducing these, this to your kids what are you going to do so right now it's kind of like it's in the hands of the parents because the, a lot of the faculty and the staff they're too afraid to lose their job to say anything but they're saying this to your children what are you going to do the parents have to have to make the noise and the parents have to speak for the students because unless you have kids like the kids that's in our ministry a lot of these kids ain't gonna say anything. A lot of them are not really gonna say anything. You may have a little bickering here and there. You might get one smart-mouth child that says something to another one, and they might end up fighting amongst themselves or, you know, arguing amongst themselves. But it's really up, you know, at at that age, it, the parents are supposed to speak for the children. The parents have, I think, they, they have to make a lot of noise. This is this horrible. This it's disgusting. Ah, uh, Elton I, Tisha, what's your word?
1: Yeah, I actually, um, those are my thoughts, um, that Shanti's expressed. Uh, those are my thoughts as well. And that is that they are introducing
2: this to children during their developmental stages. And so what you're doing is you're offering them options, right? Instead of, um, mm-hmm. them being able to accept who they are, go through puberty and go through the changes that are a normal part of growth now, You're offering them an option to say, well, are all of your feelings because, you know, of your anatomy as a girl or a boy? Or could it be that you are having some feelings because you are actually attracted to this or you're not actually, even though that's your anatomy, that doesn't necessarily mean that that is who you are. And I think that is the problem. And so when we start talking, and I, and I don't want to be ignorant either, right? When we start thinking about what type of information they're going to be putting in schools, um, one of the things that I'm responsible for for doing at work is I have to kind of be a part of the EEGs, which is our employment engagement groups that are for uh, various Sectors within the organization for diversity, equity, and inclusion. And so, I sat in the Pride one um, because my manager asked me to sit in it. um, Thought it would just be great for them to see a national face from the enterprise at their EEG. So I sat in it, and I'm listening to all of the uh, biases that they deal with. I I listen to the health um, inequities that they experience, as well as people. As people, and simply because of their sexual orientation, um, they have horror stories. And they, and, they, and they want the history of what they've been through to be shared with children who identify as such because they felt like there was nothing for them while they were going through what they were going through. But I sat there wanting to ask the question. Who's to say that what you were feeling and what you, like, who told you, right? This goes back to Genesis. When, 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 when Eve was getting ready or, or after Eve, Adam and Eve mm-hmm. had eaten from the tree that they weren't supposed to, the question came to them. Who told you? Mm-hmm. Who, who is speaking to you? Who is influencing you? Who is guiding you away from me? And so when I'm listening to them describe all of these things and why they want their history, their history to be told, the only question that I kept feeling in the spirit was, but who told you that that is who you are? Who mm-hmm. told you that, that mm-hmm. simply because you were feeling? And so that's the problem. The problem is just as Shanti said, it is the introduction of options Mm -hmm. that they get to choose and eat of the apple. The forbidden fruit is being offered to our children, and then they will have voices that will influence and encourage them through their curiosity. Because there are some things that kids will experience, and it's just curiosity. But curiosity doesn't mean that that is who you are and that is who you are to become. And so when we start in in school teaching this stuff and exposing them to the history and making them feel bad about, like, oh, look at everything they had to go through. And then they always want to, and now this pisses me off, when they start wanting to compare <laughs> their history to civil rights. Oh, no. Absolutely. <laughs> because the, the, moment, <laughs> the moment they started with that on this EEG, I was like, Father, please help me. Because the moment they start wanting to compare and talk about their history of abuse and neglect in this country, it is nothing compared to what we've gone through in in slavery. Are y'all kidding me? Don't make that. Don't Mm -hmm. do that. Mm -hmm. I can keep going on and on, but I'm going to shut up. But that is absolutely (laughs) the problem. It's, it's them wanting to share their history, but the sharing of your history provides options where now the enemy gives them another choice. And then that that, that seed that's planted, the enemy can water it with his thoughts, with his words and his influence. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. You know, I'm listening to you ladies, and I agree 100%. You know, um, Again, it's almost what Pastor Jeff said yesterday. Just start planting the seed. Just start planting the seed, and it just ta- it it just continues to grow. Um, once it starts. You know, it once it gets the water, I'm gonna pad that what you said. Here's where I also see a big problem. You have allowed everything up in the school. You've allowed the Satanic Temple Club. You've allowed the the, the, now you're talking about the LGBTQ um, plus, but you still won't let the Bible walk up in there. So when you're talking about giving options, then give the options. You're not giving, you're not being fair to the students when you say, oh, they should have an option because the satanic temple should be up in there. And they should have an option because the LGBTQ should be up in there. But yet, God, still, the church and state issue. So if you're going to give them options, then give options. Stop shutting down this area but yet you open up all the other areas and that's why i'm angry because there's not enough noise being made from Mm -hmm. again i agree the parents because
0: you Mm -hmm. you can't
2: tell me that these people are going to continue to do what they're doing over our children and the parents just continue to be quiet and nobody saying nothing we've talked about this over and over again when we talk about you know the um the 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 different things that they're allowing in the school. There's there are no parents and the teachers, you know, those who have fought back, you know, they've you know, their jobs are on the line, blah blah blah. But that that's one of the other big problems I see. You're giving them options but not all the options are there. You've shut down this area. You still will not allow As a matter of fact, and I'm I'm going to do this story tomorrow, God Spares, you know, now they're looking to really take the Bible out of the school. So now think about that. Now you're removing everything that has anything to do with God, and now you're allowing every other thing to walk up in there. So, no, it, should we allow them to go up in the school? No, I don't think so. However, if you're going to allow, then allow. Then open up the door and allow everything so that our children yes, get Pat, children get a complete option. You, you This here, Pat, Pat, this is, is worse. It's getting worse and
1: worse. Yes. Pat, I'm sorry. But do you realize, and I'm sure you do, All the, and the other
2: two ladies do notice also, the more they reject God, the more God is falling back and allowing this to become yeah, a lot more things, Absolutely. in the schools, yes. Yeah, so it started. It started with with the the enemy having one toenail up in there. Then he got two toes. Then he had a whole leg. Now you got. I'm talking about it, you know the 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 teachers, you know, spontaneously trying their luck talking about it. Now it's official that they can formally sit up in there. And talk to these kids, and my question is, what are you going to be talking about? Are they going to be like the teacher from yesterday, or was it yesterday, who's talking about the, the prostate? This and the, like, what is Monday, it to discuss sex toys. The
0: mm-hmm. of
2: homosexuality? Because the history of homosexuality really comes from the Bible. So then you might as well bring the Bible up in there, because there's no history books that can beat the Bible. So what is it that you're going to be teaching? Are you, are you porno tapes? Like I, I don't. I don't understand, but it's like the more they keep saying no, the more God is like, all right, I'm going to keep showing you the result of your no. And now it's becoming even more and more formal for this to be okay. Well, you know, this has been my question, and I ask this question on a regular basis here, you know, is this from do you think it's from and i have my own answer but do you think it's from us saying no the more we say no the more god says okay you don't want me have at it and this is why the parents can't make the noise that they make because half the parents don't want god so now you've Mm -hmm. got you know people who don't want god um standing on the outside and Because of your lifestyle, because you don't want to introduce your children to church, now you don't want to introduce your children to God, now the floodgates are open. So absolutely, this is a result, in my opinion, of us saying no to God. So you're going to continue and continue and continue to get this. So, ladies, you know, thanks to Vivian, we're going to end on a funnier note. You know, you have this Rhode Island man who admits, I think she said he was 32 years old, admitted to breaking in homes to to steal, steal sex toys. Now, maybe there's a sign on the outside of the window or, you know, on the mailbox that says, we have sex toys inside. I don't know. But, you know, he wants to steal them in order to give presents. And... You know, now they have, you know, he has all these charges. And they want to have him evaluated mentally. Hmm. I'm going to start with you, Lady Tamika. (laughs) Ah, what a (laughs) mess. What a complete and utter mess. Like, okay, so... What do you do? You stand outside somebody's. Oh, she looks like she got sex on. Oh no, they they, they look. That, yeah, they look. They look a little, little freaky. I'm a, I'm a. Yeah, I guarantee you they got. I mean, what what is it that tells you <laughs> that somebody has it? And then where to find it? You know, it's not that everybody leaves it in the desk drawer, you know, or the um not desk drawer. The what do you call that thing on the side of the the bed? The, the, little the end table usually on the side. The end the table, end side table. drawer. Nobody, ever, everybody doesn't always leave it there, you know. So you got to go in the house and search around. You know, are you standing on the outside? Are you listening to the bedroom window? Like, how do you know that they have it? You know. And then here's the other thing that I'm thinking about is sanitary and safety. You are not giving oh. someone a oh. new item. they have been talking about. We can <laughs> talking about you know,
0: going. In, I'm just saying that's just.
2: Uh, I know I know this is cringy because like we are like extreme germophobes. So like I'm losing my mind right now. Like you know even if I was that type of person, And you gave me a gift and, oh that's so nice of you. And then I'm like it was used and you don't even know uh-huh. people that use it like, uh-huh. you. But you. Uh, so I, I I'm literally like freaking out right now, losing my mind, like what is it that goes through your mind to 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 go in someone's home to break in to get that item? Are you giving it to them clean has it been sanitized? has it you know i it just uh I can't even fathom that the more we live this life, the more news we get and the more I am completely spellbound and yeah, he needs to be completely <laughs> evaluated maybe bound. incarcerated I don't even know what kind of time you can give an individual like that you know because I don't know what type what type of mentality we're dealing with oh <laughs>
1: that is just
2: nasty Oh. Um,
1: I I don't you don't have any money.
2: Like at all. Like I
1: I don't, it don't even really have anything to do with money. This
2: must be like some type of thrill for him. And it's like how did that work? Like were you sitting at home and you were like, What can I do? Ooh, 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 I can go little sex toys. <laughs> and you just go like what it's like no one has anything to do. No one has anything to do. That's the problem. I, I I don't understand how this became a thought, and then not only a thought, but then you actually put it into action. Like, are you taking pictures of yourself while you're feeling the stuff? Like, I I don't understand. It, it has to be like some type of thrill, some some type of thrill seeking, and. We already see, he doesn't need to be evaluated because we already see he got issues. I, I don't know where you would put, I guess you'd put him in where well, he hugs himself all day. You can't put him in a regular jail, but well, you couldn't, <laughs> but okay, what would that What was that help? Just hug yourself and have a sex point in each hand the whole time so you can hold on to it and just remember the plans that he had. I, I don't understand. It, ha, it has to be some type of thrill thrill us. Elnighttisha you know it it's funny but but it's not funny it's it, it's funny based on just how sick we are. the world is sick, and I think this rounds out the the whole discussion that we had today when we're talking about placing other human lives in scenarios and situations that can potentially be harmful for them. So now if this person was living in a community and no one suspected that he had mental illness, because clearly mental illness is at play, the question remains, how many lives, how many people, how many homes are filled with individuals who have
1: mental illness?
2: So when we talk Mm -hmm. about opening homes to people, and to place people into homes, do we know, can we can we be certain that they are going to be safe in these spaces? I think at the end of all of this, what we really understand is that this world is sin sick. And oh. the enemy thoughts and plans has maneuvered. He has influenced. And those of us who are children of God, it is time for us to stand up, to open our mouths, to see what we can do. We all talk about purpose. We talk about wanting to walk in alignment with God. Well, let's pray this week and find out how we can align ourselves with God and make our communities better and safer. What can we be doing to offset all of the sin sickness that is in this world one of the last broadcasts we talked about how in genesis the enemy started out as a serpent but by the time we get to revelation the enemy is a dragon and that is because mm. of how loud the enemy to flow and to move throughout our society to move throughout our country our nation and this world and so the enemy is steadily growing From a serpent to a dragon, what can we be doing within our sphere of influence to stop it? Mm -hmm. To declare that it won't be my family, it won't be my children, it won't be my cousin, my nieces, my nieces, it won't Mm -hmm. be my school. Let's do something. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Amen, ladies. Amen. Ah another fine round of conversations regarding our social issues, our world conditions, the things that we're faced with on a regular basis. You know, as, as the tagline is, you know, we discuss matters of the heart, mind, and spirit. And we need to have these conversations because we need to be able to flush out some fresh thought. Because clearly, there's no fresh thought going on out here. So I thank you so much for your contribution into today's. I I purposely didn't join that part of the conversation because I'll use that for my closing. But I thank you so much for your contribution into today's conversation. And I pray you all have a blessed day. Thank you. as well. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, we're going to take this opportunity to go before the Lord and hold hands and hold hearts, as I like to say. Dear Heavenly Father God, we thank you so very much for just allowing us into your day, allowing us to see brand-new tender mercies that are offered to us, regardless of what we did yesterday what, a, what an awesome God you are. We thank you, God, for your loving kindness. We thank you, dear Heavenly Father, for just putting up with us. <laughs> we thank you, dear Heavenly Father, for giving us a fresh thought. And as we start our day with this particular um series of conversations we thank you because now we have something to take throughout our day we have something to you know think about as the day goes on we have a new set of thought we have a, a, a brand new set of eyes we have ears the heavenly father and we have something else to bring to you we're being made aware of things that we may have never even considered And we thank you for that. We thank you because we're not in a closed world. You're expanding our knowledge. You're expanding our understanding. And you're expanding our wisdom. Thank you. Thank you for just always doing what you do best. Thank you for being the creator who has his finger on the pulse of every life. Every life that's existing That we don't have to worry about, are you paying attention to me, God? Are you there, God? What's happening to me, God? That you always have the answer for each and every one of us, regardless of how perplexed we may be, how confused we may be. Oh, we thank you, dear Heavenly Father, for just always being there. We thank you for sending your son for such a time as this, God. That while the world is in chaos, dear Heavenly Father, we have a level of peace that only your son can give us. That the world does not have that peace to offer us. But only your son has that level of peace to offer us. And thank you so much for taking the time to introduce him to us. For you introducing yourself to us. Thank you, Father. Lord, we're lifting up all of these situations before you, God. Every single situation, dear Heavenly Father. And Lord, we're, we know you have the answer. And God, we're asking that as you just navigate, just give us that GPS system throughout the day that you will just be downpouring stuff into us, answers, a different level of understanding, a different way to view things, that we won't be as limited as when we started today off. And we're going to thank you for doing it in advance. Thank you. Thank you so much for the love that you bestow upon each and every one of your children. And, Lord, we're asking you to just, just cover our children in a special way. As we talk, there's so many things that are in front of them, they're surrounded with. They have no options. Sometimes you've got to save them from their own parents, God. And Lord, we're just asking you to just to just just deliver them. Just usher them through this. We didn't have these things to worry about when we were growing up. But here we are. Because the world is saying no and no more and more, our children are the victims. Our children are the ones who are just falling prey to all the stuff that's surrounding them, all of these things in their ear except for you, all of the presentations that are made except for you. So, Lord, we ask you to just raise up your people. Let our voices be louder. Let our voices be stronger. Let us be more courageous. Turn up the volume the care and the concern, that we would not sit idly by and just be talkers and not doers because there are things that we can do, dear Heavenly Father. And we thank you for allowing us and helping us to understand that we don't just have to sit back or sit like bystanders. And let things go on all around us. That we have a God we serve that is above it all. That you are in control at all times. Your word says, if my people who are called by my name, if we would just do what we're supposed to do, we could help change a whole lot of lives. So, Lord, we're asking you, to be with this upcoming conference, God, that every woman that you have handpicked will be able to find whatever it is that's in her that you've given her to help make a change in that room. Because making a change in that room means changing many lives and many situations, So we thank you, God, for the courage that you've given us to go forward, the courage that we have and we know that you are going to turn things around. But you need us here on earth to do your will. So we thank you for choosing us. Thank you for the assignment. And as we stand up as the soldiers in your army, we give you the glory and the honor to help change your kingdom here on earth, that we would set ourselves in the position to be used by you so that this world can look different to our children, that this world can be different to our children and in our children's and for our children's lives. We thank you, God, for all that you do for us each and every day, how you enlighten us each and every day. Thank you, Father. We love you and we glorify you. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Oh, God is amazing. God is amazing as he has. Uh, oh, excuse me. Let me just go back a little bit. Lord, we lift up Elder um, minister... Uh, Michelle and Pastor Charlene God, as they are not doing well, and we ask you dear Heavenly Father that you cover their health, cover their bodies from the crown of their head to the sole of their feet dear Heavenly Father, that they would be well enough to just serve you, period. Not just on this broadcast, but that they would be able to go forward feeling better, acknowledging that you were the one who cured Whatever it is that they're experiencing, we miss them, God, and we love them, and we want the best for them. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. I've been event planning since 1987, nonstop, always, always something. Um, at one period, it was multiple things at <laughs> at one time. But I must say, as God has given this Breaking the Yoke Women's Conference, um, as he's given that to me, this looks different and it feels different than anything else I've ever done. And I understand why. I understand because we're in a much different world than when I used to do things. Things are different now. The cry is louder. The cry is harder. Our children are in more danger. And I understand that if you change the women, then you change the children and you change the men because we have a lot more influence than we think as women. You know, men like to, you know, they like to boast about, you know, how they're, you know, the larger and they do more and I look I look at the workforce. We're the support system of the workforce. And now you see more women at the head of the table. Because for centuries, we've been running the company. The women run the church, in all honesty. When you go into church, you don't see as many men as women. So who's running? It might be a, uh, a deacon who's a male or a pastor who's a male. But at the end of the day, it's the women. I'm not taking away from anybody, but I'm being real. And this is what... We do, and we come with a lot of issues, and, you know, there are issues of, you know, self-esteem, low self-esteem, there's issues of abuse, you know, um, our parenting skills are not always at its sharpest, you know, we have a lot of issues that, you know, we live with. You know, a lot of our parents, you know, didn't do what, you know, they they could have done, should have done. I was talking to a young lady yesterday, and, you know, we were talking about the self-esteem issue, and I said, a lot of that comes from the home. A lot of that comes from the home. You know, you're not as thin or as pretty, you know, as the other. You know, sister, um, I remember Jennifer Lopez saying that, you know, her mother made her feel like she wasn't as good as the other two sisters, but look at who she is now and look at who they are. And I'm not saying that they're not good women or, you know, great in their own way, but, you know, when you plant those seeds, you know, everybody is not a Jennifer Lopez. Everybody's not going to get out here and make it. A lot of women, they, they fall and they don't. Rise to be who they could have been had the parents, you know, not done the damage that they've done. Listen to, you know, for those of you who are on with us regularly, listen to Elder Nitesha's, her own testimony. She speaks of her own abuse from in her home at the hands of her very mother. She hasn't kept that a secret, but do you hear her now? We have a, when I tell you the women who God, who he has brought together, the roof is going to come off of 10631 Sutfin Boulevard, Jamaica, Queens, on July 29th. I am looking forward to what God is putting together. Because when everything is laid out and the presentations are made, when I tell you some eyebrows are going to be raised and some lives are going to be changed, oh, yeah. You know, I, I want you to know that Pastor Charlene is uh, a part of this conference. Elton Itisha is a part of this conference. Uh, Pastor Kim is flying in from Detroit to be with us. You know, Shantice is a part of this conference. You know, and, and how blessed are we? How blessed are we? You know, uh, Elder Natisha, you know, she's flowing back and forth from Chicago to New York, and, and she committed to being a part of this conference
1: because
2: I was given by God that there cannot be a presentation made virtually. Everybody had to be on the premises. And that says a lot. That says a lot. You know, we've had to default and defer to, um, you know, to to virtual because we could not meet in person. However, nah, some of this stuff that's going to be discussed, oh, yeah, up close and personal we shall be. And I'm so looking forward. If you enjoy Monday through Friday, here on his due time, then you're in for I mean a treat, a bonus. We have a millennial section. Oh yes, God rounded out our millennial section on um, Saturday night. We we got our last millennial. God told me that I needed to include the millennials, and I got three. um Shantise is one. Elder Teacher recommended another, and. Uh, A pastor recommended another young lady, and they, woo. well, you already hear what Shanti brings to the table, but um, our sister Shannon David and our sister Nadia um, Smith, when I spoke to them, I was like, oh my God, we got something coming. He's even giving our babies. Something to bring to the table, and I don't say that disrespectfully, but you know we're taking a different approach here we're we're not taking you know the approach. Of here's what you do we're taking the approach from the opposite way here's what you're not gonna do here's what you shouldn't do here's what we've done it didn't work for us and it ain't gonna work for you you're probably already trying it and you see why it hasn't worked we're here to tell you something today and even from the Millennials they had that testimony and I'm like yo this is crazy This is crazy. When I tell you eight hours of a power-packed day, it is going to rock that room. And I am so honored to, I always say to you, even here, to be surrounded by such powerful women of a god when i tell you various backgrounds various ages various experiences this is amazing and you know i i mentioned the other day that i that god brought down the the price of admission it's right now half price i don't know how long it's going to stay like that because we do have obligations and we have things that we need to provide for our attendees but also, there will be some free tickets. There will be discounted tickets. So, here's what I'm going to do today on this broadcast. Wow, Wednesday. I'm going to give away two free tickets to anybody who took part and listened into today's broadcast and could tell me one thing we spoke about. That's all you gotta do. What you gotta do? One thing. Two tickets I'm gonna give away today. I'm gonna do the wild thing and give away two tickets because we have to get you in that room today. We have to get, today has to be the day that you say, on July 29th, God Spares My Life, I'm going to be in that room with, what are we up to, 2021 power, oh my goodness, powerful women of God who will make, The presentations that I have never expected. When I tell you, I'm blown away by the conversations with these ladies. And this is just a conversation. This is not even their presentation. So, you know how to get in touch with me. If you listen, you know how to get in touch with me. Well, you can also, you know, direct message me on Coach 4 Christian Life. That's Facebook. Hit me up. Hit me up hit me up, and you got the two free tickets. And I want you to tell a friend, I want you to tell a friend about your experience here on this due time with Pastor Steph, because if you listen on a regular basis or if you listen to one day, if you just come on Wednesdays and you listen to the women, then imagine 20 women, it might be 21, women who sound, think, and speak like this. I am honored to be amongst the Due Time crew Monday through Friday. And you must be honored to be a part of us because you keep coming back and listening. And I thank you so much for making It's Due Time with Pastor Steph a part of your morning because you're making it a part of your day which ultimately means you're making it a part of your life. And I give God thanks. We give God thanks for you. So we want to make sure that our our dedicated listeners are a part of our day. And, you know, from day to day, I'll, you know, throw out something, some bonus that you can, you know, receive. If you want to be a part, if you're available on July 29th, trust me when I tell you God's got something in store for you. All righty? So let's make sure we make that happen. Give God your life. I promise you, your life will never be the same. You've been listening to It's You Time with Pastor Steph. Join us Monday through Friday from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. where we discuss matters of the heart, mind, and spirit. As you go through your day, be sure to set your mind on things that are above, not on things that are on the earth. They will only serve as a distraction. Remember, prayer changes things. It's past the step side and off. And I want to thank my due time crew for hanging out and doing what they do with us each and every week best in our lives. Thank you for hanging out with us and helping us do what we do. Please do not miss this opportunity to give Christ your life right now. Please do not miss this opportunity to strengthen your relationship with the Lord right now because later is not promised to us. I want to share that thanks be to God he answered prayers. Little Jacob rang his bell Oh, we got a, a a video of him ringing the bell. That's Elder Nightish's nephew, who we've talked about here, who had cancer in his body. Thanks be to God. He has answered our prayers. Amen. He rang his bell, and we are giving God the glory. Until tomorrow, God spares with Therapeutic Thursday. Until then, I love you.
1: Thank you.
2: 18- plus.